Hey, it's Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team. And I spent the first half of my life people pleasing. And then in my spare time, I was literally trapped by the opinions of others. And then one day, I bet on myself. And it was amazing. I mean, the minute I began to change the way I was looking at things, the things I looked at changed. And now I've committed the rest of my life to partner with, with people who want to do the same. And I don't know if you're feeling anything like me right now, but I keep asking myself, is this real? I mean, the reality of the COVID-19 has definitely become more real <laughs> this week, but it's been feeling like a really bad dream and, and actually more like a nightmare. But this past Tuesday, it got really real. Um, <laughs> I mean, it really, it really hit hope um, close to home. So it's, it's funny too because April Fool's Day this year was literally no joke. And it was interesting, the day before, I got this nudge in my heart, you know, like in your gut, your spirit, whatever. <laughs> it was just like, you need to, to get your Bible, because I am a person of faith, and go outside and just walk around your property, walk around your home, and I just thought, well, how many times I wonder if I'm supposed to, and just the number seven popped in my head, and not that it's any magical number or anything, but I do like that number. And so I began to read Psalm 91 out loud. And it's funny because most of the time I would have said in my head, oh, you can just do that later. But there was something about this that was different, and I just made myself do it. I woke up earlier than normal on Tuesday and began my gratitude, my quiet time, my coffee, and I was going to go work out. And my sister called, and she told me that my my niece was COVID-19 positive. And, you know, you've always heard there, there are days in your life, and then there are days in your life. And Tuesday was definitely one of those days. It's, it's not that I was afraid, but it just got really real. I mean really real to say that our thoughts and feelings were were on overload is an understatement i mean our minds were just you know going 90 to nothing everything everything changed in a second everything changed and it's not that it changed for the worst i'm not saying that at all um we are we are people of faith and it wasn't that we were afraid it's just that it changed and let me just add I will tell you this. I have been a little edgy and jumpy. I've, I've noticed like the other day, I had a, just a little touch of a headache and I thought, hmm, I wonder what this is. And then I realized I had eaten uh, some of my quarantine snacks. I'd had a lot of salty chips and it had nothing to do with COVID-19. But I would think it's probably fair to say that we're all a little edgy right now and rightly so. But thank goodness, I'm very aware when negative things pop into my head now. Just because I've been in this growth journey for five years, I'm still drinking from the fire hose as, as far as this goes and, and creating new habits and constantly being very aware of what I allow into my mind and into my heart and to my soul. I mean, I'm constantly working on my mindset and what I'm thinking. And I hope that you are too. And if you're not, you know, feel free to, to get in touch with me. But this whole new normal thing was it was changing by the minute. I mean, all of a sudden, um, I found myself in isolation, 
we were we were sheltering in, but I also had to um, isolate for fourteen days. You know, we had testing that was being done, waiting on that, and and then in the in the middle of all that, my son calls. He didn't even really say anything Tuesday afternoon when he called, except, Mom, there are two tornadoes. They're very large debris balls, and they're heading your way. you got to get in the closet now. So then my mind immediately switched from, you know, being the person and, you know, trying to fix the pandemic <laughs> to switching to emergency management. And I was trying to round up all my peeps and, you know, just calling calling to find out where my daughter-in-law was, finding out she was on the way here. No, she wasn't. She was going somewhere else. And finally, everybody was settled and in, in, in sheltered in their shelter, and I walked outside. And, and I've done this before, but this time was different. And I began to speak. Well, it was more like yell, I guess you'd say. <laughs> it, was, it was a prayer a demand. You've heard of, you know, speak to the mountains, move the mountain. And when we were all familiar, you know, with the the chapter in Mark about, you know, when Jesus in the storm and peace be still. And I began to pray that and speak that into those clouds. And I will tell y'all, I experienced the strength of this bulletproof faith like never before. So we, I came back inside and we, we hunkered down in the closet and we waited. And, and it wasn't even that long. I mean, I didn't even get settled under underneath all my pillows and stuff in the closet before I kind of looked at my husband and I was like well what do you see and he said nothing and, and it was gone the storm the tornadoes two tornadoes heading right to our house one went north one went south later that afternoon late that afternoon the sun peeped out just in time for it to begin to set and I looked out in the yard where I had prayed and there were two doves. I realized the next morning that God had sent the storm to show us that there was a storm obviously coming. And, and we're in the middle of a storm. Our whole world is in the middle of a storm. But it will not destroy us. That we're going to get through this. And I'm sure that you have experienced storms in the past, and, and you're right there with me. We're all experiencing this storm. And, and storms come in all different shapes and sizes. I mean, there is no doubt this is a hard place. It's a place that, you know, we're all finding ourselves navigating it together for the first time. I don't think that it's not that we've ever experienced it. I just don't think the whole... I've never experienced the whole world experiencing, you know, a pandemic before. So that is unprecedented. But as far as hard, we have done hard before. You've done hard before. If I could get you, you know, live right now, I guarantee you could tell me things that have been hard that you have that you have come through. We've done hard before. As the reality of shelter in place sinks in, you know, what are you thinking about? What, what voice are you listening to? What are you allowing into your, into your mind, into your, into your heart, into your soul? Are you glued to the news 24-7? Are you focused on the facts? Are you focused on the truth? Because those two things are different. The facts are right now, the COVID-19 has shown up in my family. That is, a, that is a fact. But the truth is, is that we believe with all of our heart and we know the truth. 
And we have prayed and we continue to pray Psalm 91 over our family and we are trusting God and we know we're going to get to the other side. But think about this. This is, this is the part that we really need to lean into. And right now, some of us don't want to deal with this. But how do you want to be on the other side? Do you want to come out stronger? Will you have learned anything new on the other side? Perhaps this has pushed you forward into growth. And maybe that's what you know God is, is up to. He's pushing us all out of our comfort zone into a place we've never been so that we can come out and be in a place that we've never been. And this is not the time to hide and play small. I mean, seriously, we got to have our, our gritty girl britches on. You, you understand me? I mean, we got to be courageous, even if we have to do it afraid. And it's okay to be afraid. There is not anybody walking around down this earth that, is, that is not, has not experienced a bit of fear with this. Trust me, I have personally. You know, I made some choices that, that probably weren't the best choices over the last couple of weeks. And I had to come face to face with the reality of, of what that could mean. But this is a time we got to choose courage over comfort. You know, calm is contagious. I was, I was on a call this morning with um, one of my mentors, John Griffin, and he said, you know, calm is contagious. Never before has there been a more important time that, that your family, first of all, you need to be calm for you. And then your family needs you to be calm. Your community needs you to be calm. Your, our states, your state, wherever you live, your country needs you to be calm. The world needs us to be calm. And, you know, I'll be honest, some of the memes are just hysterical. They really are. And, and I think it's good to laugh. I think we have to laugh. And that's just something our family's gifted with is laughter. So, you know, we will we will find time to laugh through this at some point. It's not quite that funny right this minute, I'll be honest with you, but we will get through it. You know, and Netflix is a great thing. It's fun to have movie nights, but binging on it for days and eating cookie dough curled up on the couch for weeks is not okay. Y'all, there's never been a better time right now to move your body, to stay hydrated. I mean, I'm talking about every 15 minutes, drink some water, get vitamin D, get vitamin C. I moved my office, my new virtual office, because everything I'm learning now is, is virtual, and I moved it outside. I've been sitting outside, you know, with a table, and just I've set up my own little thing, I, you know, extension cords, whatever I need. But we got to control what we can, and there's a lot of stuff that we can't control. But what can you control? I guarantee you there's somebody right now, there's a friend, there's somebody that's feeling isolated, there's somebody that's feeling alone, there's somebody that's that's concerned and worried, and there's somebody that's got a scratchy throat right now and maybe would be brightened by your cheery, happy voice. It could be somebody right in your home. Start where you are. Do what you can with what you have. Maybe write somebody a note. That's so simple. Leave the garbage man, the sanitation workers, a little encouraging note. I just saw um, from one of my friends in California, he is actually the photographer for our John Maxwell team, Christian Del Rosario, and he was walking through his neighborhood this morning, and somebody had built a little, like, it looked like an old-timey kind of lemonade stand, and they had food on it for people to take what they needed. How awesome is that? What can you do? Number one, the best thing you can do is stay home. Seriously, y'all, we have to do our part to stop the spread and stay home. You know, everyone, everyone's having to adjust right now in some way. 
perhaps right now, you know, you are, you are running your, your business from your home, trying to connect with your team, trying to keep everybody together, trying to figure out how you're going to make payroll, you know, all these questions, some that you can find answers and solutions to, and some you just simply cannot. God love all the parents right now who have just overnight become teachers and they're navigating their, their fifth graders through math. And I thank God I'm not one of those because I don't know if I could do it. But trust me, we're all learning new things now. But I'm here for you. I'm just telling you right now, I am your gritty sister. We are gritty women. We are gritty girls. And we will get through this. If you need to talk to me, connect with me, reach out to me, whatever you can. We can schedule a time to talk. Please, just send me a message, a direct message, whatever. Get on my social. Send me a message. Call me. You've got this. You were built for this. you you got to believe in you. You know, and, and one more thing I, I want to say, and I, I want y'all to really... You know, I want you to really hear me on this. I just want you to really lean in and um, and hear me on this one. You gotta, you gotta, um, I'm sorry, my phone just popped on. But you gotta, you gotta seriously take care of yourself. I know you think that the social distancing thing is a little um, too much. If some of you are still working in offices, it's hard not to just gather around the table and talk. When you're leaving work, it's hard not to all walk out to the car just side by side like you're used to. But I'm telling you, you have got to take this serious. This is this is very very serious, and 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 I will tell you, you know, I was guilty of it myself. Um, trust me, I was get you know guilty of it myself, and. And um, I ended up having to, to be tested, and, and, and it's all fine. It was negative. But we have to be smart. We have to be smart now. So distance yourself. Stay strong. And, you know, just, just do the right thing. The most important thing you can do is wash your hands and keep your hands off your face. And I've had to literally break the habit of touching my face. I had no idea how much I was touching my face during the day. If you want to listen to a great documentary, oh my word, his name is Dr. Price in New York um, on YouTube, and I would encourage you to to listen into his documentary on it. But you are amazing, you are courageous, and you are you're a world changer. The other day, um, one, two of my friends who are actually mentors in our John Maxwell team, they were amazing, and and they shared a story. They shared a story about. Um, the, the keepers of the lighthouse. And it was so beautiful. And it was just saying that in the storms, the, whether the seas are rough or smooth, whether it's cold or hot, no matter what the, the weather um, brings, that the keeper of the lighthouse has to do the work to keep the oil in the lamps. It's the only thing that will guide the ships. It's the only thing that will get them to where they are going. And that's kind of what Kay and Shaw were kind of using that as an example for us. That right now, that is our job. We are, the, we are the keepers of the lighthouse, and we gotta, we got to keep the oil burning in the lamps to show the way. we got to lead ourselves, and we got to lead those around us. That's what leaders do, and we're all leaders. 
I know some of you are thinking, oh, you don't know me. I, I'm not a leader. Yes, you are. You influence someone. There is somebody waiting to hear your voice. So show up. Show up strong and show up courageous. This is what gritty women are made for. And yes, we're going to have our moments. There have been times this week that I felt like I could slay a giant. And then yesterday morning, I was crumpled up in tears because I got the news that one of our team members in New York lost his life. He lost the fight. Two days ago, he was still encouraging people online. He was encouraging new team team members. He was so amazing. But y'all, this is the time to get gritty. Remember, G is for gratitude. Give gratitude every day and be grateful for what you have. R is for resilience. Yes, we're going to feel knocked down, but we got to grit back up. I is for inspiring. Who could you inspire? Who could you encourage? The T and gritty is for thinking for yourself. These are times that you might have to do the hard thing. You might have to say, you know what? Could you please um, stand over there? I need to stand over here. It's awkward. I've had to do it. The T and gritty is, is you got to be tough. This is a time for us to be tough. Tough in love, but be tough. And why? It's just to remember to be you. Be your amazing, beautiful, gritty self. I've gone over a little bit, a few minutes over, 17 minutes. I usually keep try to keep it at 15 or below, but today I just had to had to say this to you. So guys, take care, stay safe, and I'll catch you soon. God bless you. I love you, and I believe in you.